Welcome to the Allegrativity Powercast with Allegra Sinclair. Get ready to punch fear in the throat, show up, and tell your story. Allegra Sinclair is here to help you become the powerful woman you are meant to be. It's finally time to get unstuck and reveal how fabulous you are. And it's time for your host, Allegra Sinclair. Hey, this is Allegra. Welcome to this week's episode of the podcast. I appreciate you investing this time with me. A couple weeks back, I published an affirmation about avoiding toxic people. And I also mentioned toxic people a couple other times in the in our recent history. Um, so I wanted to follow up with that. I did an interview um, with my friend Doug Foresta on a powering radio a while ago about why people don't remove toxic relationships. So if you're interested in the topic of uh, removing toxic people, don't forget to go to the blog. It's AllegraSinclair.com slash I avoid toxic people. And you can pick up a resource guide there on removing toxic people. Um, and one of the benefits of that is that you will feel less lonely. So absolutely go to the blog and check that out if you are interested in that resource. But today, I just wanted to talk really briefly about some of the benefits of being alone. I got a couple of responses to that um, affirmation that said, I understand, and to the interview that said, I understand that I need to identify and remove myself from toxic people, but maybe I just don't want to be alone. And I think that being with these people who aren't that great is better than being by myself. So I just wanted to go through here seven benefits of being alone. Now, you could be naturally introverted like me, and you enjoy spending time alone, right? Because introverted people get energy from being alone versus extroverted people who get energy from being around other people. But if you are one of those people who struggles with how to spend time alone, um, now I know that there's plenty of things that you'd probably like to accomplish, right, in your alone time. You know, getting focused and staying that way seems to be a challenge for some of us when we're alone. So I would like to help you think about your um, precious alone time more productively. So here are seven benefits of spending time alone. One, you can do whatever you want. When you're alone, you are completely in charge of your time and space. <laughs> you can make all of the decisions. Now, how often, how often does that happen? You get to select what you want to do with each hour that you decide to invest with yourself. So think of it as being overflowing. I mean, rich with time. You're just a, You just have this abundance of, I get to rule the universe time. Do you need to clean your garage? Do you want to learn how to speak Spanish? Did you start a cross-stitch project or a baby blanket and now the baby's 12? <laughs> Having alone time means you can accomplish those things that you have been putting off. Benefit number two, you can set a goal and achieve it. Now that you have no distractions, you can take some time and set one or two goals. Write them down, list the steps you need to follow in order to achieve those goals, and then check off each step as they're completed. Again, you have the power in this situation and the time to make even your wildest dreams come true. Number three, here's another benefit. You can take up a hobby that you've been considering. So maybe you have, um, you have long been interested in or wanted to do something that didn't appeal to anyone else. So now with this precious time that you're investing in yourself, what's stopping you? You could at least uh, do a quick internet search or make a couple phone calls and find out about getting involved in that tip, 
activity or perhaps observe people who are engaging in that activity to see if you're really interested in it or not. If you don't have to beg, cajole, convince somebody to do it with you, you are completely empowered to just go and do it. Benefit number four of spending time alone, you can read more. I miss it when people spent time with books. Now it seems that we don't want to read if it's not on video or on audio. I'm not dissing podcasts. I love audio. But if it's not on audio or video, we kind of don't want to consume it. I was talking with a coworker the other day and we were laughing about how reading is like geeky and not popular. And I agree that it, you know, might not be hot and sexy, but I also remember when I was young, it was kind of geeky then, but it was geeky in a different way. So every summer in South Brunswick, New Jersey, they had a contest at the library in each of the age groups to see who would read the most books. So We had a very book-centric versus TV-centric home, but it was a really big deal to us to read as many books as we possibly could and not like read the covers, (laughs) but like read the whole book. And we'd have to draft up a little summary of the book for our dad, which indicated, you know, a greater understanding of the book that we didn't just like read the summary in the front. And I'll never forget that year that both my older brother and my younger sister won. They read more books than anybody else in South Brunswick in their age category. And I mentioned this maybe six weeks ago to my mother about how mad I still was that I didn't win in my age group. And she looked at me like I had lost my mind first. And then she said, you still think about that? I was like, yeah, it's not like it haunts me, but I have always loved books and I'm still thinking I think they just didn't want all three of us up there. Somebody had to be sacrificed, and I'm assuming it was me. But (laughs) the fourth benefit of spending time alone is that you can do more reading, because reading absolutely broadens your horizons, makes you more interesting, increases your vocabulary. You may even find reading sparks something in you that you're thinking, wow, there's a book in me. Awesome. So reading what you've always loved or trying a new genre is an amazing activity. So let's pretend that reading isn't that exciting to you. Go to the library and pick out a book on a subject that does interest you. So it's something you're interested in that you've been searching on the internet for. Go to the library and pick up a book on that. Don't go to the library and pick up a book just because you think you ought to read it because someone else recommended it because then you're not going to enjoy it. Okay, you can even pick up a biography of a celebrity if you want to. I just want to encourage you to read something. Number five, exercise. I know you're shocked that I'm saying that because I exercise because I have to to be healthy, not because I really want to. If you're alone a lot, then you have plenty of time to get in the best shape of your life. You can design your own exercise plan, include a schedule for when you'll do this exercise, the type of exercise you'll do, and then follow through. You can even change it up to keep it interesting. But the magic here is that with this time you're investing in yourself, you can be proactive to make sure that you're guarding against future fitness or health issues that you may have. But the other benefit is just think about, just imagine becoming this healthy, vibrant person you've always wanted to be, but you've been telling yourself you don't have time. Well, in this time, that is now definitely within your reach. Benefit number six, you could really start some soul searching. If you are always surrounded by others and entertaining and interacting with them, you probably don't have a lot of time to ask yourself the big questions like, what do you really want out of your life? When you've thought about the life that you want to live, you're more likely to live that life. So spend some time considering what's important to you and what you hope to accomplish in your lifetime. 
having extra myself time means that you can create the very life that you desire. And here's the final benefit. You can spend this time alone becoming really good at something. Nothing makes us feel better about ourselves than to know we can do at least one thing really well. You know, I always say that self-esteem is how we view ourselves, right? Our intrinsic value. And then self-confidence is what you're confident you can do based on having done it. So we talk a lot about uh, boosting your confidence and becoming really good at something is an amazing tool in your arsenal for making that happen. So maybe for you, it's playing the guitar or doing hot yoga or writing a children's book. Whatever it is, if you spend some of this precious time practicing to become the best you can be at whatever this is, it'll be a huge confidence builder. So I hope now you're looking at time that you're spending alone differently. Now, whether you're spending time alone because you have chosen to carve that time out for yourself or you're spending alone time because you have made a conscious decision to not spend time with toxic people really doesn't matter. The alone time is more than many people think of it. And it's rich. It is positively pregnant with potential. When you're alone, you have a lot of time to spend in ways that you decide. Opportunity to learn, achieve, and enjoy your life more. So I want to encourage you to really look for pockets of time and then enjoy that time that you spend alone because that gives you the energy, the focus, and the power to do anything you want when you are with people again. So what's stopping you? Thanks for listening. I'll catch you next time. Now you've been given permission to be more powerful and influence more people. If you've enjoyed this episode, please head over to AllegraSinclair.com slash iTunes and leave a review. It will help Allegra get the message out to more women that they can punch fear in the throat, show up, and tell their stories. We'll see you next time on the Allegrativity Powercast with Allegra Sinclair.